If you're in the process of looking for a co-founder, you will have very quickly come to realize that the warning is very much true. It is, in many ways, similar to the selection of a spouse. There's a lot of dating involved before you decide to get serious about someone. And despite great care and much reflection, it still includes the risk of divorce, despite the best intentions of both parties. This is what we're exploring today. What to look for in a co-founder that will help you determine if they'll align with you and your business mission so that you can function just like a well-practiced sports team would. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. I'm your host, Tanya Dreder, a former broadcast journalist turned entrepreneurship educator. Every week we explore the startup world, investigate entrepreneurial strategies, habits and mindsets, and search out expert advice. Be part of it. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player at startupadvantagepodcast.com. Welcome to Startup Advantage with me, Tanya. Thank you for joining me for episode number 19 and for letting me be your guide again today. I hope you are having a wonderful and very productive week. This month, I have a question for you. Why did you start your business? What's your reason why? I want to invite you to let me know. You can send me a short voice message. I'll place a link for you to the podcast voicemail in the show notes of this episode. You never know when someone will be listening to your reason why that just needs to hear that message that will re-energize and re-motivate them. Today, I want to talk with you about what to look for in a co-founder that will help you determine if they'll align with you and your business mission. Last week, we looked at how you can know if partnering is a good idea for you at the stage you're at. I'll link to it in the show notes of this episode if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. If you did listen and realized you need a co-founder or a partner, I'm so glad I could serve you in this way. So your next question will very likely be, how do you choose the right co-founder? And that's an excellent question, my friend. And there's so many examples out there of famous founder relationships that went horribly bad with public splits and, and spillouts and, and just like details we don't really want to see. Um, it can really go nasty. And it's an important question to think about before you get into it. Now, you might not be famous, so you'll be spared from the tabloids and the bad press. But the emotional and financial impact of making the wrong decision in this area will definitely be in the same league for you. So it's well worth the time investment to think it through before you get into it. Now, there are a lot of different opinions on this, but the general consensus is that choosing someone to start a business with is a lot like choosing who you want to get married to. It's not just about if you like this person or are attracted to what they have to offer. It's more about if you can spend a lot of time closely with this person for a long period of time. It's more about if you both are working towards a common goal, like in a marriage where you're working towards a happy relationship or in the case of a startup co-founder partnership, your business. 
you're working towards the goal of running a successful business with a happy division of responsibilities and roles. So today I'll get right to the point. You're asking what should you look for in a co-founder for your startup to help ensure that you have a happy partnership. The short answer is, I believe the key to a happy partnership is finding alignment, finding business alignment. It's all about alignment. What I mean is, alignment in general means to be in a position of agreement or alliance. And business alignment occurs when every aspect of an organization and how it operates and functions aligns with a clear purpose. As you know, I love my dictionaries and the business dictionary describes alignment in business in a corporate sense to mean the linking of organizational goals with the employees' personal goals and it requires common understanding of purposes and goals of the organization and consistency between every objective and plan right down to the incentive offers. So if you translate that to a co-founder relationship, it basically means that it requires a common understanding of purposes and goals and a consistency between every objective and plan that you make together for the business. It's a linking of the startup's goals with each of the founders' personal goals. Just as alignment is the foundation of strength in athletics, so it's also for business success. I love to use this example. So if you love yoga and Pilates like I do, you will know that in the body, alignment refers to how your head, your shoulders, the spine, hips, knees and ankles relate and line up with each other. And you also know how important proper alignment of these different body parts are, not only to prevent injuries, but also to get the maximum results. Proper alignment of your body puts less stress on your spine and it helps you with good overall posture. And you also know that it takes some work to keep proper alignment, to keep yourself from having your shoulders and other parts of your body slump or slump forward or have a head forward posture, especially when you're not exercising, when you're doing computer work. It takes a consciousness and an awareness and practice. And proper alignment with your co-founder is similar to this. It will take an awareness and it will take practice. And by doing it properly, being aligned with your partner and being conscious to remain aligned with them as you move and grow in your startup will not only prevent unnecessary setbacks or disagreements or conflicts, but it will also allow you to get better business results, move faster towards your goals, maybe even achieve more than you actually initially thought you could just because you're working so well together and moving the business forward together. You can also think of business alignment as being very similar to a well-practiced sports team. Together, they play a great game and every member of the team is doing his part. If any section or a player in the team is not bringing their part, the whole team is impacted and suffers, as well as the fans, you know, or in your case as a startup, your customers who are rooting for the team to win, who's invested in having the the outcome or the product or the service. In business, like in sports, we can only fully achieve our purpose when all parts within your startup are working together in unity and with great intention, with great alignment. 
So I know, I know. Your next thought probably is, Tanya, that's a great visual. Like, as usual, you get, you know, very energized when you describe these examples. But what does it actually look like practically? Like, give me something to work with here. (laughs) All right. So how do you find aligned business partners for your startup? Like, what will that actually look like? So this brings me to the longer answer. Without actually knowing you and your circumstances, I suggest what is most likely to work for you, as it has worked for most other people. There are three key things you can look for in a co-founder that will help you determine if you'll be able to work in alignment. These three things are alignment of skill, alignment of values, and alignment of mission. Let's break down each one quickly. Skill alignment. With skill alignment, I mean looking for complementary skill sets in a business partner. Complementary things are different from each other, but they make a good combination. It's two things that go together very well, almost perfectly. We all love to eat. So let's use food as an example. Think of butter and toast, of peanut butter and jelly, or milk and cereal, bacon and eggs, right? different but so good together and when you look at complementary skill sets in a co-founder you should look at both soft and hard skills things they can do but also interpersonal skills look for someone whose strengths balance out your weaknesses you should complement them too Having different skill sets helps you more easily define your respective roles in the business and it's invaluable for each person to bring expertise to the table. For example, if you're the creative partner of a bakery and your strengths are designing and creating the menu items, playing with new recipes, uh, creating new product offerings, but you really don't have a strong knowledge of business and you don't really enjoy doing the numbers, a partner can take care of the business side of things, the finances or even the marketing side so that you can focus on the baking part, the product part, and your co-founder can focus on the business part. Defining your roles and what the co-founder will actually do when they join the startup from the very beginning of partnering makes it easier to hold each other accountable and to get the most out of the relationship because expectations are clearly established. Also, choosing someone who takes different approaches to solving problems than you will ensure you challenge each other and come up with new ideas and think through problems more thoroughly it will ultimately make your business stronger. There is strength in diversity. You don't want someone who thinks exactly like you do or who has the same skills as you do. This will lead to bigger gaps that can lead to more problems down the road. And often, this is the exact issue that causes problems between partners because they are constantly competing to have their way in a specific aspect or area of the business because that's where they're both strong in and they can't get to agree on the direction to take. Look for somebody who likes to do what you don't and is really good at what you're not. You want a co-founder who brings things you're missing to your team because then you're going to be an aligned team, working on different areas of the business, using your different strengths and skill sets, working towards a common goal. 
it is great. Don't get me wrong. It is great to have shared skill sets too. And there probably will be some overlap. But you want to do your best to ensure that the important skill sets to run the business are there between the two of you or then the three or more of you if you want more than one co-founder. Thinking of it this way actually takes a lot of pressure off of you too because you don't have to be great at everything and you can just be human and and lean towards your strengths and really focus on building those. Now, here's the catch. To do this well, you do need to have a good understanding of your own strengths first. So let me ask you this. How honest can you be with yourself about your own strengths and weaknesses? I want to encourage you to sit down with a piece of paper and to draw a line down the middle. And at the top left column, write as a heading strengths. And on the top right column, make a heading titled support. And then make a list of things you're great at in the left column that is titled strengths. In the column on the right, with the title support, make a list of the things that you think you need support with, the things that you're not so strong in, maybe weaker areas or weaknesses. So it's not uncommon to find this very hard to do, right? Like maybe your columns are unbalanced, or maybe you're very self-critical and your weaknesses column is so long and there's really things in the strengths column. Or maybe it just is a complete blank for you and you just really don't know where to start or how to identify those areas for you. So here's a tip if you're struggling with this. Speaking to someone who you trust, who you know would give you an honest, objective answer, maybe somebody that you're not too close with, like a college professor or a coach or a mentor, can help you to identify these and drill down on them. Or if this feels too uncomfortable or you don't feel that you have somebody like this in your life that you can reach out to, there are a ton of free personality tests and strength assessments that you can take online. Ask for help if you need it. It will save you a lot of misalignment and pain down the road. Let's look at values alignment next. There's strong evidence that everything changes over time except for someone's character. And character is based on what someone deeply values. We looked at values and its importance in episode number 17. I'll place a link for you in the show notes of this episode. But uh, if you didn't have a chance to listen to it yet, the basic idea is that As a founder, you are in the unique and powerful position to decide who you want to work with. I've seen it all too often that many new entrepreneurs don't realize they can choose their working relationships and that they can do so strategically. Yes, you have options and you can choose. Actually, you should choose. And this is why I want to help you to think about it in a strategic way so that it's to the benefit of all involved. It's not selfish and it is the best thing for you, your business and the people who you want to work with. Strong personal relationships are key for your startup success and the foundation of any good relationship are shared values. Values are what we care about and the reason they're important is because your values will always be the driving force for your decision making. Core values also help companies to create a definition of what success is and it clarifies the identity of a business. 
Your core values will help shape the core values of your company. So have you defined core values for your startup? Ask yourself, why do I care about the problem my business is solving for my customer? Values of your company can be many things, and they can be more than one. It can be something like innovation or helping those less fortunate. It can be sustainability and protecting the environment. If you want to build a values-driven startup, you need to have clearly defined values so that it can help drive your decisions. And if you want to have good aligned partnerships and co-founder relationships, you need to have clearly defined values for your business and for yourself so that you can help make decisions in choosing your partnerships. It will also help co-founders connect with you and feel themselves if they're a good fit to work with you. Episode number 17 can help you with how to identify your values if this is something you now realize you need to explore. And I do encourage you to do so. It really isn't a rewarding exercise to do. It's your foundation for decision making. Without understanding your own core values, you'll have a really hard time understanding those of others and identifying it in other potential co-founders. Shared values with a co-founder will help you be in alignment and alignment in a relationship means that you are living and moving in the same direction as someone else. If your values don't align, you're highly unlikely to be in an alignment of mission, which is what we'll look at next. Mission alignment. The third thing that you can look for in a co-founder. Your long-term vision for the company should be similar. And making sure your goals are aligned is essential. Uniting over a common mission is a typical way for co-founders to be brought together. And you should also ensure that you both are on the same page regarding the future of the company. Before jumping into business together, it is really important to talk about both the short and long-term goals for your company to ensure that both of you are on the same page. You should also have an understanding of what the purpose of the company is, the reason why behind it. You both need to agree on what you hope to achieve together and separate as individuals because you'll also have your individual goals and hopes and dreams of what you'd like to achieve. You need to recognize that plans will change. In a startup, things always change and it changes constantly. But that foundational purpose, that reason why, should remain intact. That shared mission that you have should always remain the same. Starting a business with the intent to sell as soon as possible is different from starting a business you hope to run for decades. So you should ensure that you are on the same page about this. The ability to have a long-term mission and approach to a startup is essential for its abilities to survive the ups and downs that will come as it does in life. It's super easy to get excited about the short term when you're just starting out on a project, but will this person, this potential co-founder, really have some skin in the game? Like, will they really be invested? Are they really tied to this mission? Do they really care about it? Before going into business with someone, talk a lot about the long-term vision and goals of the company. This is more important than, you know, liking someone or thinking they might be a good match because they have a lot of good characteristics or charisma. If you have an aligned long-term mission for the business, you'll have a much better chance of making it. That's all we'll cover today. 
next time you're considering someone to join you as a co-founder, look for alignment. Specifically, look for alignment of skills, alignment of values, alignment of mission. I do hope this helps you now or in the future and really take some time to reflect on it. Like what are your strengths and weaknesses? What skills do you really need in a co-founder? What are your values for yourself? And then what are the core values of your business? And what's that core mission that you have for your business? Really be clear on these things so that you can communicate them well and so that you're able to identify them within a potential co-founder. If they'll match, if they'll buy in if they're on the same mission that you're on, if they'll be aligned with what you want to achieve. Next week, we'll talk about how you can go about finding a co-founder if you're on the go looking for one, if you're feeling a little lost and you don't know where to start. There are some options and there are some things that you can do. It's not an easy process, it will take time, but I'm hoping to share some options with you that will help you get unstuck. I hope to support you with a few suggestions and a lot of encouragement because that's one thing I know for sure founders don't get enough of. If no one told you yet this week, let me be the one to encourage you today. You've got this. You can figure this out. You can find a co-founder if you need one. You can know what to look for. Keep moving forward one step at a time. Just take one step after another. Do the next thing on your list. Make sure you keep moving and don't stop. I hope you'll join me again next week. Have a good one. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. So please share it with a friend who will benefit from it by sending them a link to startupadvantagepodcast.com. Stay safe and have an amazing week.